Welcome to Happiness and Inside Job. This is episode 41, The Power of Perspective, and I'm your host, Connie Atkinson. Happiness and Inside Job is the go-to resource for Christian parents wanting to effectively communicate with teenage and young adult children utilizing powerful life coaching skills. What if I told you your children don't need to change anything in order for you to have a fulfilling relationship with them? You can change everything about your relationships with others by merely changing the way you think about them. Imagine the power you find when you stop depending on others for change and you create the change. Suddenly, you stop being the victim and you become the hero of your life. Welcome back, my friends. Thank you so much for joining me again. Every now and then I start the podcast by reading you a review. Today I have one from Debbie, and she says, Everyone really needs to listen to Connie's podcast, and more than once. She has really helped me to think about my thinking in a new way, how to set boundaries, how to improve my relationships with others, and how to realize that things that happen are neutral until I have a thought about them. I'm learning new things every week. I also strongly recommend ThoughtWorks. We listen in or participate in a group life coaching session every week. I can be coached or just listen and learn from others who are being coached. Connie is changing lives and for the better. Debbie, thank you so much for your kind words. I really appreciate those of you who take a few minutes to leave me a rating and review on iTunes. It helps boost the podcast and the ratings, and also it gets seen more. So the idea is just to get the word out and to start spreading the word on how we can be truly happier people by just changing the way we think about the world. So if you haven't done so yet, please just jump on and take a few minutes and leave me a rating and review. I really appreciate it. Also, Debbie mentioned ThoughtWorks. I am convinced there is no better value on the planet. It's so inexpensive. You can hop onto as many calls as you want during the month, be coached, or just be a silent observer. But this program gives you hands-on access to me, not only during the calls, but in between calls if you have something that pops up. So please take advantage of this. You know, years ago, gyms didn't exist. Because people were out working the fields. Their job was their workout. Now, lots of people work in offices and there are gyms popping up all over the place. Life coaching is equally as important for our mental health as gyms are for our physical health. The ThoughtWorks group is an amazing group. We have fun, we laugh, we cry, and we make deep changes. So if you are ready to change from being a passive listener of these principles to actively applying them in your life, please get on today and join us so you don't miss out on the November group. Signing up is super easy. You just head on over to my website, www.happiness-andinsidejob.com. Go to the ThoughtWorks tab and join now. You will not be sorry. All right, we're going to really dive in today and talk about perspective. I just got home from two weeks traveling Asia with my family, and it was amazing. One of the things I love about traveling are all the amazing people that I meet. I love to familiarize myself with new cultures, new people, new religions, and just in general, new ways of thinking. Now, one tricky thing about traveling is the whole time thing. It took us two days to get there. 
My friend Shelly Larson gave me the best traveling advice. I mean, she is the expert that anyone has ever given me. And she said, Connie, when you travel, it's very, very important that when you get there, you just don't take a nap. Just go, go, go. You can go to bed early, but don't take a nap. She said, if you can just get yourself adjusted to the time on the first day, then the rest of the trip is awesome. But if you take a nap, you're going to struggle for the rest of the trip. Now, it was so interesting to me. We were with a travel group. There was a tour and many people on that tour, they chose to look at the time back home. In fact, they had it on their phone. So every time they accessed their phone, they would see what time it was back home. So we arrived in Bangkok about noon and we got to our hotel about two or three. But So by the time they got there, it was the middle of the night back home. Now, because they did the time conversion and because that was their perspective, they got to the hotel and they were exhausted and all they wanted was a nap. Guess what? Those same people were walking the streets of Bangkok in the middle of the night because they couldn't sleep, because they had taken a nap and slept when it was time to sleep in the United States. We never did the time conversion. All I was aware of was what time it was exactly where I was. So if I accidentally texted you in the middle of the night, I'm super sorry, deepest apologies, and I hope you had your ringer turned off. I find it a super fascinating mind study to realize the power that our minds have when our focus is on what time it is where we're used to, then we want to assume those same habits and sleep when we would have been sleeping in the United States. But then we would miss out on all the fun of traveling during the daytime, right? We would be taking tours of beautiful scenery in the pitch darkness. So as the old saying goes, when in Rome, do as the Romans, or when in Bangkok, just be there, be present. We weren't completely off the grid, but we had very sketchy internet access and very sketchy texting access. So it was a great opportunity for us to just enjoy each other and to get to know the other people on the tour. I mentioned earlier, one of my favorite things to do, I just love studying people. I love getting to know people. I love learning how they think. One of my favorite intentional thoughts is I can learn something valuable from everyone I meet. So as I had conversations with the different people on our tour, I really worked hard to learn something from their way of life or from their way of thinking. I really stuck with the conversation until I had that golden nugget that valuable thing that I could learn from them so that I could then go back and apply that in my life to make myself a better person. One thing that is very clear to me, no matter who I'm talking to, is that everybody's got a little bit of good and a little bit of bad in their lives. Now, some people really prey on sympathy and all they do is focus on the negative. My friend, there is nobody who doesn't have hard things and negative things in their life. Just like there is nobody without something good in their life. It's all about focus. I recently heard a story about a man who rushed to the bedside of his terminally ill wife. Now, she had been very, very ill for over a year. And he rushed to her side because his kids called and said, She's going, Dad. She's going. He ran in the room, knelt by her side, tenderly grabbed her hand, And he said to her, it has been an honor to be your husband. 
And as soon as those words left his mouth, she was gone. That was it. Now, the words of this man are in no way an indication that their life was struggle-free. It wasn't a perfect marriage. It wasn't the perfect life. But he chose to focus on that which was good, on the incredible amount of good that came from their union, that came from their marriage, and that came from them working together and not quitting and not giving up. The final words of this man to his dying wife, it has been an honor to be your husband. Those words have deeply touched my heart. Not only are they beautiful parting words, imagine the power of those words if we could truly believe them each and every day of our life. Imagine if your thought was, it is an honor to be married to this man or woman. It is an honor to be your mother. It is an honor to be your daughter, your sister, your friend. Fill in the blank however you want, but the perspective, my friends, is powerful. Really consider this statement. It is an honor to be your fill in the blank in regards to whatever relationship, especially a challenging relationship. Think of one of the most challenging people you know and fill in the blank. It is an honor to be your friend, your wife. And how does that feel? What evidence can your brain find to prove that that statement is true? Even in regards, especially in regards to your most challenging relationship. I feel like this theme has been reoccurring in my life and I keep seeing this same idea pop up. It has caused deep reflection in me, especially when I keep seeing this reoccurring theme. I keep thinking, all right, Heavenly Father, I get it. I see this reoccurring theme. What is it that it's supposed to mean to me? And I think that I've barely scratched the surface of it. So this idea popped up again when I was talking to a friend who went through some really challenging trials with her husband. Now, she doesn't share the details of this situation, but if she did, I would venture to guess that 99% of the people who knew them would quickly tell her she should leave him, that that's horrible and wrong and awful. And maybe in a different situation, leaving would have been the right thing to do. But in the case of my friend, she very early on had the impression this is not who he is. She refused to let his actions define his character. She saw in him something far greater than what his actions indicated. It was the perspective that she chose that gave her the direction. Now, I'm not by any means saying that it was easy. It could easily be referred to as the three years from you know where. But you know, they actually celebrate the day that he told her. It's actually an anniversary that they celebrate now. Because in hindsight, it's the day that changed their relationship forever. And the relationship they share now can hardly be compared to the one they had before. It's so much more deep and connected and real. So now looking back over those three years that they went through all these trials together, my friend can see that she was tried and tested beyond anything she imagined herself capable of overcoming. She also clearly understands that she didn't do it by herself. It was God that helped her to see in her husband what he couldn't see in himself right then. And it was this perspective that helped them to come out on the other side, newer, better, deeper, more compassionate people, and far more capable of love than they were 
on the front side of this trial. Now, looking back, she says of this trial, it was a pleasure to go through it with him. It was a pleasure to be there by his side as we did it together. Now, in episode 38, I talk about facing challenges head on. Now, sometimes it's like we're going 60 miles an hour down the freeway and we hit a wall that wasn't there. It wasn't there half a second. It wasn't there until we hit it. We all have trials in our life. Not one of us is immune to trials. And thank heavens, because it's those trials that help us grow. Those trials help us dig deeper and help us really find who we are and what we're made of. Now that trial, whatever it is, that goes in your sea line. And remember, it is completely neutral until you have a thought about it. And you get to choose whatever thought you want. That is your perspective. Your thought can be, it is going to be a pleasure to go through this with you. Or your thought can be, you're crap and I'm going to make sure everybody knows just how crappy you are. But it is that thought, it is that perspective that gives you your direction, that charts your course for everything that's about to happen. It's very important to remember that while your circumstances are neutral, your thoughts are completely optional. So if you don't like where one of them is taking you, you have complete power to change it. Now, sometimes this takes time and it's okay. If you need time to process pain, to be angry, do it. Feel sad, cry, be angry, and then choose a thought that takes you where you want to go. If I have a thought that is creating feelings like anger, frustration, hurt, sadness, sometimes I just need to be sad for a while, but I don't want to stay there forever. And that's when I get up, brush myself off, and choose a new thought. Choose a thought that creates a feeling that I like to feel. Choosing a thought such as, it is an honor to be your mother, or it is my privilege to go through this with you. It is in no way excusing bad behavior. To the contrary, it's forgiveness. It's forgiveness in its truest form, and it's allowing God the right to exercise the law of justice. That is not our job. It is his job. It is our job to forgive 70 times 7. And at the same time, it opens us up to keep the first and second great commandments, love God and love our neighbors as thyself. If you're deep in the middle of a trial, my heart goes out to you. And this thought may seem like a far reaching stretch. If you're thick in the middle of a divorce, you may not be able to imagine a time that you can honestly believe it has been a privilege to be married to you. All I ask is that you open your mind to the possibility Just dance with the idea for a while. Consider for a moment the things that were good in your marriage or the things that are still good with that kid who's making you crazy. Opening yourself to the idea that possibly one day in the future you could honestly embrace this thought that it has been a privilege to be married to you or it has been my honor to be your mother. Opening yourself up to the idea that in the future you could possibly truly embrace this thought is the first step in accepting it. My friends, just give it a chance. I love the analogy of the magnifying glass. Sometimes it's like we cannot let go of that magnifying glass that our fist is clenching so tightly. It's like we 
are focusing in on those negative things in our life instead of just putting the magnifying glass down. Stop zeroing in on those negative things that are there, but just take a step back and enjoy the big picture and find the good things that are there too. I promise you, it is a gift for yourself. It is an opportunity for you to just let go of those negative things that you keep honing in on that are causing you pain. It's an opportunity to feel joy. I offer you the opportunity to take it. You guys, thank you so much for joining me. Please hurry and get into ThoughtWorks and join for November so you don't miss out. It is an awesome opportunity for you to see hands-on how these principles apply in your life and they will change it forever. I promise.